You're listening to The Story of a Book, a podcast celebrating the work of self-publishing authors and the lessons they've learned. My name is Andrea Schmidt, and I'm a book designer and author of Almost Done Writing. Now what? All right, so Lily Wexie wrote this beautiful book series, not just one book. She wrote an entire series. <laughs> Leave it to Lily. So this is the very first one, Voice Acting and Announcing. Get clever about voice acting and announcing, part one, becoming an artist. And I noticed that there, this is your website, and someone yeah. left a really good comment on the website about your book. Yeah. See well, that? Yeah. What did you did, add yeah. That? Yeah. It looks really, really good. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> so what made you decide to write a book, a book? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, for years and years and years, like when you do voiceovers, when, when you do my job, anybody that does voiceovers knows this, like everybody always asks you, oh, how do you get into that? How can I get into that? And I kind of would, <laughs> as I do with a lot of things, I just took it really seriously. <laughs> and it was like, you know, when people ask me that, I'm like, I have, you know, I, I tell them. And, but the thing is, over the years, I've been doing this for, it's going to be almost 25 years pretty soon. So, you know, a lot has happened and I've gained a lot of experience and things have changed a lot. So there was more and more and more and more to say about it. And a coffee wouldn't cut it. A dinner wouldn't cut it. A sleepover wouldn't cut it. Yeah. Like nothing would cut it. So <laughs> I just thought, you know, okay, one day I'm going to write a book. And my friends would always ask, tell me like in, in the voiceover business, because I, I helped a lot of people start their careers. And they would say, you know, you should start, you should write a book. And I always thought, oh, who am I to write a book? Like, you know, you just feel like a fraud or an imposter or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and yeah. everybody feels that way. Everybody mm. almost. I know. I just, I, was just, I was just emailing a friend about that. And he's like, you know, who, who feels like an imposter is like really competent people. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> but, <laughs> But um, anyway, so I felt like an imposter for a really long time. But then I thought, you know what? Um, I, I love, I just, I love journaling. Like I, I journal, one of the first things I remember doing as a kid is journaling, you know? So for me, like note taking and journaling, that's just always been part of who I am. And I love helping people. I'm just, you know, that kind of person as you are yeah. just naturally kind of like helpful as a lot of women are actually. <laughs> um, so it just was like a combo of like people asking me and me be feeling helpful and loving to write. And I just thought, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and it'll be sort of a, because I used to write in binges and I thought, okay, if I can write an actual book, like that's going to teach me some discipline about writing. And, um, so there was a bunch of, you know, motivating factors, but it, it all, you know, came together and it took me many, many years <laughs> to do it. It took me like three years <laughs> to write all the books, but, um, but it did create that discipline and it, and it worked out. So that's oh, why I wrote so the book. Cool. That's so cool. And I love too, that your motivation was to help people because I can't think of a better intention. To, like there's no better basis for writing a book, right? You have maybe some people in mind, like I also, for my new workbook, I had a very specific group of people, person actually in my mind. And I really wanted mm -hmm. to help her because I knew she needed help. And that's such an incredible way to, to place to start from, I think. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's exactly like you just said, actually, because I did have, um, you know, my first series was about acting in LA. Um, and it, I did really have someone specific in mind. Um, even though there was tons of people with the same questions, it really helped me to have that one 
specific person with all her questions and her anxieties and her, <gasps> you know, uh, and because then I could kind of deconstruct her process. And I've been in, in her, you know, the thing about helping other people is we've also been in those shoes. That's why we write about what we know, because, yeah. we, you know, we've been there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, and, and it's the most rewarding thing too, when you write that book and then people read it and they go, oh my God, that was so helpful. <laughs> so yeah, that's like good, the ultimate place to start and to end, you know? That is so yeah. cool. That's the ultimate. And it also really matches, it dovetails so perfectly with um, a person that's a freelance service provider because there you are helping people day in, day out. And then this book kind of dovetails perfectly with that, helping people when you're not there. It's like kind of the yeah. ultimate thing of, I know there's something so satisfying about getting that feedback. Oh, I was so helped by your book. It's just like, oh my God, I wasn't even there. There's, there's, yeah, <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing better. Yeah, yeah, we're both, our it. work is so hands-on, right? It requires us to be there at the computer working. And so this is something yes. like really special. <laughs> yes, you're right. Exactly. You're not even there. They just like read the book, you weren't <laughs> around and they still got help. You're like, job done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so awesome. Especially when it's from your unique perspective of your journey. Yeah. Like there's so many books out there about, you know, how to do this or how to do that. But when it comes really from a place of like making the mistakes, making the fumbles and then learning how to be good at what you do and then helping people do that too. That's amazing. So have you gotten a lot of, do you get a lot of feedback from your authors? Like, do you have that built into your books? I know. Well, one of the things, you know, that you kind of really drill down to me is, you know, make sure that you have, um, you know, like a Facebook group and all, all that, like a way to contact people. So I'm kind of in the beginning, it was all, you know, a lot of work, as, as you know, <laughs> it's just so much work. So in the beginning, I just kind of put it all on Amazon and I, I did the kind of the basics of what you, you told me, but it turns out that the Facebook group I created is like problematic. The link doesn't work. <laughs> like oh. So, but because I also sell it on my site, I do get like people and, and I put my email, my email is on the site and in the books. So in the books, <laughs> I say, like, if you want to reach out to me, this is my email. So yes, people reach out to me and it's, it's the best. Honestly, that's the best. It makes me feel like, you know what? I worked really, really hard at this for many, many years. It'll never make me rich, but it's so rewarding when people just write, take the time to write to me and explain to me where they're at and why this helped them and how it helped them. And because like you said, it's my unique perspective, you know, it's not everybody's perspective. I have a very specific experience, you know? And so, but it's, you know, um, it is of our time. Like I've ha I have an experience of over 25 years, so it's going to cover a lot of ground for a lot of people, but, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. So having, yeah, that contact in the book with the audience is, is arguably the most, I would say, important thing now that, you know, it's out of the way and I'm, you know, having to get back to, because the thing is, you know, the book, like I'm busy working. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh my God, like I, I have to do that because if I want to do anything else with the book, I need all those contacts. So um, just beyond getting the feedback, but it's really great for people also if they feel like they can get in touch with you. Like yeah. they just, I just think it makes people, people feel like I can talk to this person, especially because yeah. like my book was a little bit like a, kind of like a very personal blog. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm very, mm -hmm. like I talk to the person. So so it's nice, I think, for people to be able to say, I can reach out to her, you know, and I can ask her a question or I can say, hey, you missed that or, 
you know, you helped me with this or have you thought about that? Or, you know, so it's good to have that conversation. Oh yeah. That's really, really cool because that's really, I mean, we, with our websites, we're always striving for inbound marketing where we set it all up and now people are contacting us and asking us for this or that. So that's an incredibly powerful benefit of writing a book besides just kind of any money that you might make from it. Now, was there anything else that surprised you about benefits that you got from writing the book? Like just even, I I always kind of emphasize it's kind of a personal development journey too, because you're, you're, you're embarking on this long journey. You have to learn some new skills. You have to get a team. You have to work with other people and you have to, it's, it's something that can really add to your just life experience. First of all, your skill set. second of all, in your experience for the future for doing something similar or, you know, if not another book. You know what the biggest benefit I got from this book was actually just taking my own advice. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, like in the book, I tell people like, you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to do that. And then I had to do those things you know, cause some of those things I had done in the past and then I'd taken a break and like, but I had to up to date myself on all those, all this advice I was giving and it made my business boom, like just following my own advice. <laughs> so that was the biggest kind of benefit. Like last year was the year that I released the books. So it was like three years of writing the books. And then in the, in the months le- leading up to the pandemic, you know, like the book was almost done. And then the pandemic happened. And then I, and then I had to get it out because so many actors needed the book. So, so, uh, the books. So, um, but in that time, like, let's say like between like, like, let's say 2019 all the way to the book launch, like I took all of my own advice. So by the, by the time the book came out, like I had implemented all that stuff. And so the pandemic was really busy for me because I followed my own advice. So that was like the biggest surprise so cool I've never heard anyone actually talk about that before but I bet you a lot of nonfiction writers can identify with that and I can as well like I wrote this book on self-publishing and now I'm going back and I'm using my own workbook I'm like okay I gotta do my own advice I gotta follow my own advice it's really funny that's so good like part of you is like oh this sucks like I can't believe I have to do this you know but actually if you follow through on your own awesome advice that you have gained with hard work and experience and a lot of trials and error, like all that stuff that, you know, works, it works for a reason, you know? So yeah, Yeah. that, that was, that for me is, 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 is the biggest surprise. And then I think, you know, like you had told me as I was, you know, getting the books ready and all that about teaching in the future and all that, you know, it's, it's something that's now slowly kind of coming together in my brain. So I'm sure that if I do end up teaching um, the kinds of things that I, that I want to teach, because it's just slowly coming together what that could be, mm-hmm. um, which is much better than if I hadn't written the book. Because yeah. if I hadn't written the book, I, my idea of like teaching one day, I think would be very different and much more limited. Mm-hmm. But because I, I, I wrote so much and had to twist the subjects around and, and, you know, it got my brain going. And I think that a future surprise will be where that could take me. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, I'm not there yet, but it's yeah. already the kinds of workshops that I'm thinking about giving, like they're just so different from what I thought before. And now I'm like, oh my God, this this is really, really helpful for people, like much more helpful than what I thought I could come up with before. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's going to be a surprise, like in the waiting. That's amazing. That's great. That's really, really great. I love that. 
I can't wait for that. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. excited because like I, it's, it's starting to come together, like I said, but it's different than what, like, it's very different because a lot of the things is like, kind of like when you write a book, everybody else wrote a book. Like, what do I have to say? And I'm an imposter. And what do I, you know, who am I? And well, the same thing with teaching, like, oh, who am I? There's other teachers. And I've taken classes with all the best teachers. So I know what a good teacher is. And so, and I was like, oh, well, I don't have what they have. I don't have that thing. Like, but I have something else now. And the book kind of helped me own mm-hmm. what I know. Mm-hmm. And especially getting that feedback from people saying, you really helped me. And that was really helpful. And I've read all the books and yours is really specifically you know, pertinent, especially right now. And it's so detailed and it's like a roadmap and thank you for that compass. So now I can take myself a little bit more seriously and Mm say, oh, well, maybe I do have something to give. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of, it's helpful, you know, in that way as well. Whereas Mm -hmm. now I can believe myself, if you will, a little Mm -hmm. bit more because I'm, I'm engaging in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it's not like thousands of people writing me, you know, however many it's, it's all those voices, those strangers who've never met me may have never even heard of me before the book. And they're saying that it's helpful. So it makes you feel like maybe I do have something to teach that could be helpful. Mm, Love that. That's so cool. But you do have a natural kind of coaching. I mean, you've helped me and kind of coached me over the years with many, many. You too. You have a very, (laughs) yeah, right. So I think you have a high. We're just like very supportive human beings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you combine. Best for each other. So we just like, we're always like, do this. No, don't do that. You know. Yeah. But take your expertise and add it with like the encouraging uh, desire to help someone get from point A to point B. And there you go. You're, you're, that you're a coach. Like that's, yeah. you know, with a bit of practice, yeah. like to one or two clients, you're like pretty much there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think maybe even more than one or two clients, but I, I you know, for me, it will be, it will probably be a, a journey just like my voiceover mm-hmm. career, my acting career. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's no real, and you can always be better and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's for sure. It's, it's a personality, but I think a lot of women, we just, we just have that kind mm-hmm. of love and support, you know, mm-hmm. we just want people mm-hmm. to be better. We want people to be happy. We want people to do well. Yeah. You know, we want others to have what we have. So it's yeah. like, just get with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's cool. (laughs) Okay. I do want to ask you about your book titles because I know that that was, I, I, I mean, I could kind of see it was a journey you were exploring. You were like, there's this kind of editorial shift, uh, sifting almost where you're having to, I mean, the title is more than just the title. The title is very key for, I mean, for the, for, for, your messaging for marketing, well, for marketing in particular, and just for so many things, like what does the title represent for you? Well, for me, like the title, it kind of sets the tone for the whole book. Mm-hmm. Like, un- unless you know the title for me, like one of the biggest struggles that I had writing my book was like, what is my message? Like, what am I saying? You know, you know, and for a long time, I was just searching, searching, searching for like, something that was like kind of out there instead of like going in inwards, I was kind of Mm -hmm. like going out there. Mm -hmm. And so, and I had a lot of trouble like writing the book because I felt like I didn't have like a track that I was on, Mm -hmm. you know? So it was a very difficult process to like get going. And then I kind of, then I kind of got, you know, out of my own way and just started writing, you know, different subjects. And I'd be like, I'm going to talk about this subject. And then, you know, that subject. And then all these little subjects became chapters kind of thing. Right. But still the, the, the title kind of ties the room together. It's like that rug in the big Lebowski, you know, it just ties the room together really well. (laughs) So you just, you just, you need it. And for me, particularly this, this title 
I wanted it to be something like me. I wanted it to represent like my energy. And so a couple of things came to mind. And one of the things that one of my friends said, he's like, you know, you're really like, and I always said, like, I'm not like, I I don't have a high education. I'm like, I'm like this, the street kid, you know, who's like really smart about how to get by and do really well, but like starting from the street. So I wanted something that was streetwise, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so the get clever kind of, kind of came with that because mm-hmm. first it was like, get the skinny on this and then get the skinny is like, what? Like kids don't say that anymore. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but, it's, but it's all these expressions, like get smart, you know, um, just, just, uh, be wise, you know? So there was all this, like, um, the the brainstorming was really around all those words, you know, mm-hmm. smart, streetwise, school of life, you know, and then clever, just, it just hit the right spot. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, was it be clever? Or, and then we thought that like, get clever is more active. Mm-hmm. It's like something you have to get engaged in. You don't, you just, you're not just necessarily clever on your own, but you can become clever. It's something that you can, that you can learn. And that's my whole thing also about like, you know, in my books I talk about is like, you don't have to be the most talented. You don't have to be the most, this, the most, that you just have to want to get there and go through there and, and, and take the right steps to get you there. that are not going to tire you out, you know, because if you take the wrong turn, you're going to end up like in a, you can end up in a vortex and just stay there for years and years and years and waste your time, your money, your energy and get depressed and deflated. Mm -hmm. So my whole thing is like, you want to get on the right track. So for that, you have to get clever. Mm -hmm. So get clever. And then I wanted something that could be used in multiple ways. So get clever about blah, 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 get get clever about blah, blah, blah. So, you know, get clever about acting and announce uh, voice acting and announcing, get clever about acting in LA. Now I think it's a bit long and, you know, but I still think it represents me. And it was easy also to come up with, you know, the little Fox and, you know, clever, Fox. you know, it's very general, but I found, I think the right artist to, to, to oh make gosh, that yeah. Fox really unique. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I also wanted it to be something that was kind of ageless and genderless, you know, yep. so the Fox, you know, it, it's, it, it doesn't have to be a girl or a boy. It could be a non-binary. It could be anything you want. Yeah. And it's just... Mm-hmm. Um, it has no connotations of ethnicity or race or anything like that. So the whole title kind of made the whole concept work. And once I had the title, then it was like much easier to just be myself in my writing, because then I was like, this is about encouraging people to get smart and just mm-hmm. get to the point. Don't waste your time doing this, do this instead, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it really just, tied the room together is the best way I can say it. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And plus you have such an incredible, yeah, your cover design is really top. Well, thanks to you because I was like on this, like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then you sent me all these articles about these like matching, you know, because there's multiple books, obviously all these matching. And I was like, oh my God. And I had this movie poster, uh, you know, idea and you caught it right away. You're like, yeah, it was very theatrical. Those Hitchcock posters and all that. Yeah. And and because, you know, the beginning of the, the project is like, it's like acting in LA. So it was all about the movie and, and voice is the same thing. So it's the industry or whatever. So yeah, the, you really made a really good point of how important the cover was, um, how it can tie into other books and having a theme and being very clear about what that is. And the title kind of works with all of that. Yeah. Had you already, you'd already come up with the Fox 
idea before that or was did that come after yeah the thoughts yeah. came before okay yeah so I knew it was on you know somewhere yeah. uh, you know around there <clears throat> but when you really um gave me the idea of all the book covers like they should have a theme and match and all that mm -hmm. then I was like then I found that that's when I found the right designer yeah you know and then she and then it was much easier to say what I wanted because I was like, you know, cause she, I needed an illustrator, somebody that could yeah. make that Fox come yeah. to life, like a, like a cartoon, you know? And so when she got, when, when I came with, then it was way easier for her because it was like, okay, we're going to have the Fox in multiple different situations. Yeah. Oh, Every man. cover is going to be, the Fox is going to be doing something yeah. else. And it's just easy. Yeah. What was her name? Let's just give her pro a shout out. Oh, she she's such amazing. an amazing Diana Petra uh, Petrarca. Okay. And she's on Instagram, Diana Petrarca with okay. a CA at the end, Petrarca. And okay. she's credited in my books. She's yeah. absolutely, and you're also a phenomenal designer as well. People <laughs> should know that. Andrea Schmidt. Oh, but illustration, design. but custom illustration is a very, very special. Yes, she was an in demand, yeah. and it's it's an it's a really great skill. Yeah, yeah, it's, so. she's that. That's why I had to, I, I I needed Thank an you. illustrator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was wonderful. It's really, really good. Maybe I'll I'll close up with one more question, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, if you were going to do another book, what would you do differently? It sounds like you've learned you. so much. Oh. <laughs> you've, I mean, I'll listen to you more. <laughs> no, but I would. Uh, but I would. But I think that. Um, I I think that you know one of the struggles when you're writing a book is you just have to get it done. You know, you have to get out of your own way and just get it done. There's so much like head stuff mm -hmm. that goes into it, like oh, I'm not allowed to write. Yes, I'm allowed. Where is this any good? And you know, teaching yourself how to write like to to a certain level. So part of me is like I would kind of like part of me thinks like I would just do the same thing, just get it out. But now that I know mm -hmm. a little bit more, I think planning the process of the launch, mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. talked to me about, is it's just so important so that by the launch you have something that you're excited to share and that will be received. Like it's like you're throwing because otherwise you're like throwing a ball and nobody can catch it. So everything about the launch is really, really important. And I know that as when you're doing the writing part, like it just takes so much of your headspace. And most of us will have another, like I have, I work full-time voiceover. So I was really turning down certain clients in order to focus on the writing every day or, you know, praying for quiet days so I could finish the writing. Yep. So that was taking so much of my bandwidth. But if I had like once a month, just done little things, little, little things to help me prepare like for the launch, even yeah. if it was like even a year out, like once a month done something to let people know that I'm going to be writing a book soon or, you know, creating a bigger following or, you know, all those little things that you can do, um, writing blogs, just so mm -hmm. you can start to get traffic on your website, like all those little things that you recommended doing. Um, you know, for sure that I think is, it's just so helpful because then you don't feel like you're just, you finished writing and then it's kind of like, it's kind of like you have, oh, you're finished writing. And then like crickets, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so to avoid that, that, that gap, you know, yeah. an energy of like excitement of finishing your project, but that no one there to receive your book. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's really important to just plant 
the seed of what the launch will look like. And it doesn't have to be like a fancy thing. It doesn't yeah. have to be a big thing. It could just be your friends and family, you know, whatever, but something so that you feel like, and, and, and so that you in, get people involved. And then if you do that well, then people will do a little bit of the talking for you as well. And it's just going to have a bit more of a reach yeah. than if you just, if you're just like me at the last minute, like, Oh my God, what do I do? Pulling all my hairs out and like, wanting to throw myself off a balcony, even though like I achieved like <laughs> writing all these books, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. such a monumental achievement, but like, I just wanted to die, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's impossible to know ahead of time. You can't anticipate everything ahead of time, right? No, it's impossible. you can just do some small things yeah. just so that like, yeah. you should like plan the party. And it yeah, doesn't so, have to be like what cheese is going to be served and like what, you know, and is it going to be on Zoom or in person? It doesn't matter. Just find like 20, 30 people that 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 love you and think that you're great that will yeah. be there if it's whether it's online or in person. Just find a little group of people that are going to just like help you celebrate your achievement, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that it doesn't fall flat, you know, and there's more, obviously much better ways, you know, obviously you have a whole plan and things which can be done, but like, that would be the minimum. I think that you could just do where you just don't know. You you can also come up with a fake date and you can move it down the line. Just choose your like 20, 30 super fans or people that care about you or love you, friends, acquaintances, you know, and, and have them be there for you for that launch because all those people will help you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, it's just, you know, I, I tell clients now to, I mean, because the, the standard advice is to start planning your marketing before you even write the book. But for most authors, that's not really practical because you're getting through all these other, you're writing the book and there's all that process. So now you don't I, know what there is to market. Yeah. You don't know what you're, you don't know what you're going to say. You don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know. So what I recommend now is that, I mean, if people can think ahead of time about their audience and that's ideal, like if you can be writing your book with someone in mind or a group of people in mind, then that's absolutely ideal. And I highly recommend that. But at at the very least, what I recommend now, especially for first authors is to take a, a breather in between when the book is done, just take a breather and just like collect your energy and plan and start actually getting excited about some of the launch and marketing activities because then at the very least then you won't be stressed so that's what I'm actually doing I'm just like I just taking just and putting things on my list that I'm excited about like if I'm not excited about it I'm not I mean I'm not avoiding things that are gonna be out of my comfort zone I'm not avoiding those kind of things because it's all out of my comfort zone, but I'm, <laughs> I'm planning in such a way that I'm, I can be excited about it. You know, I think, like, yeah, I think you really just said something really important and that kind of was a little bit stolen from me because of the pandemic, because my book was really, is it was like so many actors all of a sudden needed to do voiceovers and those who went to studios those voice actors who had to, who were used to going to studios would now have to work from home. And my whole thing is about working from home. So that period that you're talking about between mm. finishing the book and launching, I think like for me, it got, it got kind of taken away from me. You know, I had to just get it out. I felt you wanted like I to, to get, get it. it yeah. But, yeah. but I think if the beauty of self-publishing is that you don't really have like that stress of a launch date, you know, like you did in the old days with traditional publishing. So I think you're right about like, finish the book, take a breather. And even if it's like three months, like that's amazing that you could, if you could just focus on the planning, cause now you've done all the writing, you know? And, and, and I would like, if that's one thing, 
you know, when you asked me before, I think that's one thing, that's probably the best piece of advice you've just given me <laughs> is that, yeah, you can, if right? you don't, if because you, why not? Yeah, if you don't have it, why not? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows, nobody's waiting for your book. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's all self-imposed deadlines. Like people, yeah. I get asked all the time, how much time do I need to do this planning? And, and like, to some extent, I think it varies so much. Right. But for example, the woman, uh, Tiffany that I, I interviewed, she is, she got really excited because she has a huge speaking gig coming up that excites her to, for that to be where she announces the ver- her second edition yes. of her book. And so that motivates her and that energy, she's so encouraged and excited now to like get on it. So I think, I mean, depend. it, it could be, I compared it. Oh, did you hear when I said I compared it to like the goldfish that's going to grow like the, the tank? Like if her speaking gig was so ma- motivating for her, but it was next month, she would hustle and she would do everything she could. And that would be the right time to announce her, her launch. That would be it. Or if it was next year, it doesn't so much it's kind of arbitrary the actual time amount right yeah exactly and that's great for her for the speaking gig because that's kind of like a launch yeah you know so you can use so many different things as a as a launch it doesn't have to be a traditional launch it could just be like I'm coming out I'm doing this gig and that's when I'm going to tell everybody about it yeah and yeah exactly but the point is I think it's good that whole like if if you can finish it and just take a breather like you said, and just plan the marketing, like as hard as you worked on the book, like work as hard on the marketing, your payoff is just going to be so much more rewarding and, 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 and kind of in kind with the energy that you put into the writing. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I've heard from so many authors too, that especially fiction writers who write series and they're planning, they get into a groove, like they do something and then they learn from that launch and then they try that and they add in a few more things and they get it. So it's really not so hard anymore. It's not, it takes a lot less energy because they get into this kind of like, well, I know my newsletter's running. I got this in place and I'm just doing, you know, so I think it's like it does a machine. Get easier, yeah. It's yeah. like a machine that you're building and then it, mm-hmm. it does get easier, but like all things, it can be very painful at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. 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 The but first nothing, book, you're shell shocked. It gets you. released and you're like, yay, I wrote a book. <laughs> it's like, no crickets. Yeah. <laughs> but none of it is going to be truly hurt you, you know, like none yeah. of it is truly going to really hurt you know, no, it's, it's just good. scary stuff. And, yeah. you know, we're authors, so we don't necessarily like to self-market and stuff, but there's ways to do it. It doesn't feel bad, you know? Yeah. And in that breather, I think that you're talking about, you can decide what those things are that make yeah. you feel good yeah. about, you know, promoting your book. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for chatting with me about your book. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. You're, you're the best person in the universe to help someone with their book. So I hope this is helpful to someone. Um, I'm there to tell you, Andrea Schmidt is the most um, supportive person that you could ever have in your corner. If you want to launch a book, because it's, it ain't easy. (laughs) It ain't easy. Thank you, Lily. That's amazing. And then everybody should go and check out Lily's book, which you probably can't even see. Yeah, I'll put no, it, get I'll put clever it in, about I'll voice in, acting and announcing. Yeah, yeah. It's get, it get clever about dot com is the website where you can find it. Yeah, I'll put that in the YouTube too description. Awesome, cool. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure.